Welcome to episode 19 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Main. By day, I host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. Have you noticed you're not interested in the things you used to be? We've had a lot of change over the past year, and for the most part, we've gone with the flow, except when we don't. I noticed a bit after Christmas, I lost some interest in things I normally loved, and that I didn't care about basic things I normally did, like some days taking a shower. That's when I wondered... Am I depressed? Not every bout of depression requires professional help, and sometimes those feelings just come and go. To help us discern and to give advice on how to keep yourself mentally healthy, we have Family Life Biblical Counselor Barb Short. If you're feeling depressed, you're not alone right now, right, Barb? Oh, we're seeing it in in this pandemic um, period, we're seeing so much more increase in depression all the way around, uh, both adults and children, um, and being able to recognize what the things because of the isolation, because of lack of, uh, of opportunities to, to do things, uh, whether it's work or whether it's just even pleasure, whether it's family, it's being able to say all that stuff all contributes to um, the increase in, in, in uh, depression. So one of the things I read was just being able to say out loud, I have some depression, is better than kind of sticking shame over it, that it actually makes it worse to say, oh, this is a really bad thing. I can't let people know about this thing. Well, that goes along with everything as far as mental health is concerned. You know, there's been such a stigma against for, for forever about, um, you know, mental health and, and those kinds of things. But when you stop and you look at it, all mental health issues and problems are biochemically based. It's a medical condition. So it's a being able to, there's a decrease in the serotonin in the brain. So it's, it, it's no different in a sense when you talk about somebody who has diabetes, okay? That's a biochemical kind of a thing. Why is it that certain medications work to stimulate the production of insulin? Why is it that, uh, you know, some people need to take insulin as a supplement? Because it's a biochemical thing. The same thing is true for depression. Now, there are certain things that we can often do that are non-medically based as far as you don't always need to just jump to medication. Although, thank God that we have that available. So what can we do to get more serotonin in in our bodies? You know, I know for me on the days when I don't feel like going out, if I just get in my car, especially if there's sunshine, and just take a little drive... It helps. And it's not necessarily the vitamin D because I, I do take vitamin D regularly, but it's just, I don't know, just something about being outside, getting outside of myself that seems to give me a different perspective. Yes, that's a, that's a very good observation. First of all is recognize it, acknowledge it and being able to say, this is nothing to be ashamed of. What are some of the symptoms that we begin to see with it? Loss of interest of things that you normally even enjoy doing is sometimes that, that um, when you see just a, that a sad mood, I just feel sad. I don't have any motivation. I have a hard time even getting motivated or, or being able to focus, lack of being able to focus. Irritability, just not necessarily just, but just being irritable, especially men. When men are depressed, women get often get moody 
and they'll have mood things. They'll have crying spells and maybe they'll feel, you know, really down with that. Men tend to often get irritable and angry. You mentioned one of the things is too is changes in hygiene. I just don't feel like getting showered. Who cares? I'm going to stay in my pajamas all day long. All this kind of do. And there's nothing wrong sometimes with having a day where you want to just kind of kick back and stay in your jammies all day. And, uh, you know, um, and, and, and who cares? But if that happens often, sometimes the things are get dressed, do things like that, you know, style your hair, put some makeup on with men. If they're, if they're clean shaved, shave. If, if it's being able to look to things. The other thing is being able to be intentional about getting out and doing things where you can. One thing is too, is exercise. Use of large muscle groups helps to Im- increase the amount of endorphins that we produce. Endorphins are the feel-good hormones. And when you have an increase in, horm- in endorphins, it affects serotonin levels in the brain. So those are some things that you can intentionally do. Go for a walk, you know, go do some things. Sometimes if it's really bad weather, it's like, you know what? Okay, be intentional. Go up and down the stairs several times. Just use of large muscle groups can be able to do that and be able to um, help those kinds of things. All right. So you've given us some ideas for how to spot it. We've kind of taken away some of the stigma, some great ideas for what to do about it. If you do some of these things, you start to eat healthier, you get some exercise, you do a little bit of self-care and you're still not seeing a change. Barb, how do we know when there needs to be something more where we need to see a professional or get medication or that this isn't something that's going to kind of remedy itself on its own? Because sometimes it does. Mild depression can be uh, an ebb and a flow in your life. Well, and that's, and that's true. And there's a lot of things and it's like, those are sometimes our personal choices. Sometimes we have to remember that there are certain things that go along with natural, you know, with depression, grief, loss of something. We're seeing a lot of that. How many people have lost things during this pandemic? I mean, that happens in life in general, so that we're recognizing that it goes along with it. If it's sustained, and some of these other things that don't, you know, don't seem to improve with some of the things that I mentioned, um, then I think it's a good time for a good evaluation by your doctor is being able to say, look, this is where it is, because there are other things that there are other illnesses that go along with that, that go along with depression. And whenever I have somebody come in here, uh, come for counseling who has been struggling with depression over a long period of time, one of the first things I might ask them is, have you had a good physical, you know, recently to be able to evaluate, to make sure you're in good physical health, because there's a lot of, of, of illnesses that go along. And I'm thinking some more severe ones, things like uh, MS, multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's and, and those kinds of things that do have a natural kind of, of, of uh, connection with depression. So it's important to just to get a good medical checkup. That's wise anyway, but to make sure that you're not dealing with something else that's causing it. People who have problems with thyroid, if their thyroid is running really low, tend to sometimes feel depressed. And so you want to be able to treat the right thing. So that's something that I think is, is important to be able to get it checked out. If those things seem to be in, in line and you're still dealing with that, sometimes depending upon what the circumstances are, it's maybe a medication, not necessarily forever, but be able to see if there's some things that you're having a hard time dealing with. 
um, loss of employment and being feeling that you're really down or, or just being able to lack of contact with family. Sometimes just being able to deal with that for the interim and then see, you know, where things go. And knowing that you're not alone. <laughs> I think sometimes that Absolutely. is like the biggest help to say, wait a second, somebody else is going through that. Oh, OK, I can do this now. I got this. I'll tell you there. I think and I don't know that anybody's done a study on it or anything. My guess is the number of people who are working in healthcare right now, there's a huge increase in depression amongst them. And a lot of them have resorted to taking medication to be able to help to deal with what's going on because you just do, you're just drained in a lot of different ways. Does that mean it's going to go on forever? No. Does counseling sometimes help? Sometimes. Sometimes it's just being able to have, you know, a really good friend that you can, you can meet with just to know that, th- that they're there so that they're not, you're not so isolated. I know that faith is a big part of the counseling that we offer at Family Life, and it it is definitely an important part of a healthy life. But we have to be careful not to say to people who are suffering with depression, oh, well, you just need to pray more. You just need to read your Bible more. Yes, God can heal people, but there are so many components to this. Where's the balance between faith and, and medicine? It's like, well, isn't God enough? It's like, well, yes, God is enough. Does God perform? Can't God miraculously heal and do the things? I'm not limiting God and what he can do. But the bottom line is, I really also believe that God has given us a brain. He's also giving us other resources. Somebody might say to me, oh, well, God can miraculously heal such and such. And I can speak for myself and think the fact is like, yes, God could have miraculously healed me from a very serious thing. I was near death. But thank God for the miracle of modern medicine and being able to say, so it's not an either or, it's a both. And I think in some things, as far as even with regarding, you know, when you're talking about more mild, you know, depression, it's like, do you want to put up with this? Is this something that pray about it? Ask the Holy Spirit to give you insight into the things and being able to say, I'd like to be able to consider, God, would you have me to be able to do that? I can't speak for anybody else. But I think if there's something for me available, and I've tried all the things that are, you know, that way, is being able to say, you know what? Because I have a lot of people say, I'm feeling so down. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like reading my Bible. Well, that's a problem. And if we can do something else for it, it's like being able to find that balance. And it's a personal decision. But I think we need to be smart about it, too. That's Family Life Biblical Counselor Barb Short. If you'd like to speak to one of our counselors, call 800-927-9083. This isn't the first time we've talked about mental health on this podcast. In Episode 12, I gave some tips on getting through the winter blues. And in Episode 6, Healing Journey founder Cindy Sherwood gave some great advice on finding peace in the middle of life's storms. You can find those by scrolling through past episodes of Therese Talk. Visit FamilyLife.org. Choose podcast from the radio tab at the top of the page. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday morning. Now, if you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? Stay up to date with Family Life news or enjoy some family time with Family Life kids. There's, if that makes 
Makes Sense, a family life original podcast where they talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s. And 10 Minutes With, an interview program with faith-based artists and speakers. They're all free and on demand. Just go to familylife.org and click podcasts from the radio tab.